Hey everyone, welcome to today's Take Heart. Hope this finds you doing okay. At a time like this, I find it's hard for um, to make sure that fear doesn't set my agenda for a day, doesn't, doesn't dictate what's going on in my head, the battle of the mind and all that. And sometimes that's, that's hard in normal life, but I think at the moment, so many of us, um, I know I am, are feeling quite weary, we're feeling pretty worn down. And so when we're, when we're exhausted already emotionally, when we're already emotionally stressed and tired, um, it's, it's, I think we're more susceptible to fear having a hold on us. It, it becomes harder to resist it. Whereas perhaps on a normal day in a, in a typical season of life, we'd be a bit more robust. And so for me, um, I've been just trying to uh, almost reorientate myself as much as I can. And I do it better some days than other days. But uh, I've been asking myself four questions. And these four questions for me have been helpful. Imagine if someone's thrown you down the well, right? Hopefully that's never gonna happen. But someone throws you down a well and you're there with these sort of smooth sides, you've gotta climb out. And I find these questions to be like rungs um, nailed into the wall that give me a little handhold to help me climb back out again from um, the fear well. And here's rung number one. The question is, what are my priorities? What are my priorities? They're, they're questions I hope that could reorientate us at the start of a day, perhaps at the end of a day, midweek. Um, first one is what is what are my priorities? And Jesus says in Matthew chapter six, verse 32, so do not worry saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things and your heavenly father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. What I love about Jesus is he, he doesn't say, just stop worrying about stuff. He says, instead of chasing those things, put this in, in, in the center, which is, which is my kingdom, which is really to, for us to put him uh, and his will at the center of our lives. The reason I, I ask that question, what are my priorities, is because I find I'm chasing things, not necessarily what I'm gonna eat and what I'm gonna wear, but for me, so, so much of the stress and the fear in my life comes from pursuing things that I'm not really sure I need to chase. So um, people's approval is a big one, wanting to please people, wanting to be in control of everything, um, wanting to uh, prove myself, to prove to people that I'm some kind of big deal or some, I am someone, I am something. And, uh, you know, trying to control other people and what they're doing and how they are. I can spend so much energy doing that. And that none of that is what Jesus is asking me to do. And um, I wonder if there's a danger thing. Oh, we've got to put Jesus at the center. It sounds like that can be like, here's a long to-do list. But when he's at the center, what that means is at the center is grace and compassion. And yes, commands, but along with the commands, um, the spirit to enable us to, to obey those commands. And we just can't lose because he is so kind. All these other things, what they end up doing ultimately is enslaving us and where Jesus leads us is of course to freedom. So to just pause, maybe at the beginning or an end of a day and just say, look, what are my priorities? Are they lining up with what he said to me, which is to put him at the center? Is the goal of my day um, to do all this other stuff or is it just to, to please you? And what is it that you're asking me to do? Does my agenda line up with what you're asking of me? Um, and I find that when we do this, it's a way of allowing Jesus, not fear, 
to set the direction of the day. I find if I aim to have a day that's empty of worry, it doesn't usually work. But if I aim to have a day that's full of Jesus, I get, I get peace thrown in with it. What are my priorities? Second question um, that I've been asking is, am I living in the present? <laughs> am I living in the present? And the answer to that a lot of the time is, no, I'm living in whenever this is going to finish. That's where my head is. Um, but uh, Jesus says this, or I'm living in all the horrible things that might happen tomorrow. Jesus says, Matthew chapter 6, verse 34, Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. In other words, I think what he's saying is, be now, be in the now, be in the today. Um, and shift your attention from all these things that you can't control anyway, to what's going on right now that you can affect. And again, um, I don't think I'm alone in this, but I can find I spend huge amounts of my emotional energy, certainly of my mental um, capacity or thoughts, just stressing about all these things that really I have no way of knowing whether they're gonna happen and I can't control them anyway. And just to take a breath, to pause and to ask myself, what are those things I can actually do? Why don't I put my, my energy into those things instead of all this other stuff? I find to be helpful. Here's a third question, a third little rung as we're climbing out the well of fear. Am I praying about this? Am I praying about this? And I always need to qualify that because because every time I, I say something like that, I, I feel, not that you would feel this, but I can feel, oh, that's so super spiritual. And what that shows is, man, I just, I haven't got it yet, the power of prayer and the impact it makes, the difference it makes, because of the difference that God makes. And um, a verse that I've, I've come to often um, throughout this time has been 1 Peter 5 verse 7, where Peter says, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. And um, there is no request we can bring to him that is too great for his power, and there is no request we can bring to him that is too small for his fatherly care. We can get through these days and we can get through them one prayer at a time, one simple request at a time, bringing them to him. And what I've tried to do, and again, um, some days I don't manage it very well, but what I've tried to do is to give my worries to him, give my fears to him. Sometimes what happens is I take them back off him about half an hour later and I carry on stressing about them and then I have to try and give them back to him. But uh, am I praying about these things or am I just sitting and stewing in them? And what, what can happen when we begin to focus on this is that those fears become opportunities for closeness. They become opportunities for um, being near to our God. Think of it a little like a, um, a child climbing up into the lap of their parent because they're afraid of something. Every time you know, one of my kids gets scared by something, they, they run to me, first place they come. It, it's, it's an opportunity for us to do something a bit like that, to come straight to him um, and, and to kind of hold him close and allow him to hold us. Sometimes what can cause us to hesitate is we, we're not sure God's up for that kind of relationship. Somewhere deep inside us, we don't always believe that that's what he wants, but that's just because we haven't understood yet, I think, um, the gospel and the reliability of our Father. How do you feel when someone you love turns to you in need? When someone you really care about, you know, one of your best friends 
or, or a member of your family perhaps, when they, when they say, I really need to lean on you, I really need you. I don't know about you, but when somebody does that for me, there's something in me that rises up and I'm like, great, I'm glad you think you can come to me. I am here to help. You know, if there's anything I can do, I've got your back. You don't need to worry. And, and this is why I'm here. I love it when people um, who I really care about feel like they can lean on me and that I'm here for them. I suspect you probably feel the same way. How then do we think God, who is infinite in his goodness, who is the Father, the Heavenly Father, the perfect Father, who knows our name and numbers the hairs on our head, how do you think he reacts when we say, I need to lean on you? Oh, no, 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 you can't do that. You need to be independent. You need to go this alone. You need to try harder. Do you think that's his response? Or do you think his response is, great, wonderful. That's why I'm here. I love it when you lean on me. Jesus is, he describes himself as gentle and humble in heart. He is so incredibly kind. He wants us to lean on him. And so at the start of a day that feels like, oh my word, here we go again. I'm not saying your days do feel like that, but um, a lot of my do, mine do at the moment. Here we go again. What, what about instead of that as an approach, being like, okay, this is looking like it's going to be a tough day. So right there, I've got all this opportunity to pursue him and to be close to him and to lean on him, knowing that he loves it when I do that. Am I praying about this? Am I just chatting to him about it and asking him for help? And here's the fourth and the final little rung uh, that I always find to be important. Asking myself, who am I processing this with? Who am I processing this with? God puts us in a family, the church, for a reason. And um, one of my favorite proverbs is Proverb chapter 18, verse 24, that says, One who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Who is that person for you? Who are you processing this with? Just a few days ago, I was having a pretty bad day. I texted Mike and I said, Hey, mate, I'm feeling really low. Can you give me a ring? So he gave me a ring. We chatted for about, I don't know, 15 minutes. I just vented about all my frustrations and all my fears, and he just listened. And then I put the phone down and I felt a lot better. We're not made to do this alone. Who am I processing this with? Hope that helps. We are praying for you. We love you. You're not on your own. Let's keep going. See ya.